So. Ugh. Hey. Ding, ding, ding. Cash flow. <laughs> yeah. And this is a monster beat right here. Man, Booga, booga. Y'all are Luna by this. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're here for this evening. We're back. We're um, back. Yeah, man. It's going to be a beautiful evening. Uh, the partners decided to join us tonight. And we're going to have a conversation around my favorite topic. Relationship development. Um, so the producers, I guess someone, one of them was in their emotions or something happened <laughs> this week. <laughs> so we're going to have a conversation about relationships. So before we get into this, you know, let's go ahead and cut that off real quick. Um, let's introduce ourselves. We have to keep remembering that. That's right. That's right. My name is... Jigalo Yamalo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming from the south side of Atlanta by way of the west side. As to, as the, the great philosopher T.I. said, weapon that motherfucker around 285 Camelton <laughs> Road. <laughs> but nah, it's Brother Yusuf uh, Muhammad Yam's creation. That's right. That's right. It's... Y'all know who I am. Tim Hargrove, Dark Shining Light. Darkness, everybody, darkness. That's it, y'all That's know what it, it is. Darkness, nigga, darkness. <laughs> what am I, uh, honeycomb, brother, honeycomb? <laughs> I'll be almond chestnut. I don't even know what color I am. This is a racist tone right now we're taking. <laughs> let's, let's, let's serve this back around. So um, we have our introductions made. Our producers, one of them is going, we'll figure out which one is going through with in a few minutes. So <laughs> let them introduce themselves again. Hey, you guys, I'm Julie Mango coming to you from the south side <laughs> by way of Tri-State. How hey, you doing? There we go. There we go. Julie Mango. She got the hat to match, too, though. I'm telling you. Y'all should see. They glowing up here. She's got the glow. And I'm Rose Nyland coming to you. <laughs> coming to you from the south side of Atlanta. But my alias name is Sophia Petrillo. Lord, how Aloysius James. <laughs> Aloysius James Esquire. Our, our illustrious producers are joining us on this podcast. I really so love to have them. And the conversations that we have are very deep. Sometimes they're very silly. But they're always real. Yes, so, yes. This is a pretty good. Uh, this is a pretty good conversation. I think this is really going to touch. We're going to touch on some buttons. <laughs> I got the button, and I figured out who it is. Boom! I got you. So, her, I, I figured. I said one is produced, so I figured we're going. Everybody's going to figure it out by the end of the show. But yeah. honestly, it, it, it has been all of us at one point. <laughs> yeah, right, thank all you, my brother. On one, one side you. of the other. Thank you, my one brother. One side of the other. But this, this, was, this is personal tonight. <laughs> well, let's just jump on into it. So we're talking about dumbing down your relationship or your partner. Um, when you are at that moment, that point that you know, in every relationship, there's a turning point. That you have to be real with yourself or not. Yeah. And if you don't become real with yourself, you're bound to lose the person. Yeah. And at that point, are you becoming adult enough to make that turn? So dumbing down a relationship or dumbing down your partner, when you like the person, yet you're not honest enough with yourself yeah. to be open with them. I think that's how I'm going. we're going to go with this one. So... I'm gonna let the let, let I guess speak on this. Come on, yeah, 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 Jump in on this. Jump in on this, man. Hey, don't talk about the okay, man stutter. Stutter butter. So, um, Blanche Devereaux here, um, Rose Nyla. Um, 
The reason why I brought up this topic is because I met a young fellow, very nice young fellow. Yes, I'm going there. We're not going to say names. Yes, we are. Y'all know what happened. But I met, a nice, I, I, met a, I met a nice young guy. This the preacher. No. He's cool. I met a, young, I met a nice guy and How we've been ago? around each other. Oh, about two months ago. Um, been around each other, work together, work on a whole bunch of events together. He gives me work. I send him work. Great person. They got that work. Got that work. Great person. <laughs> Next thing I know, Jesus. out of nowhere, uh, about two and a half weeks ago, uh, he spilled out his guts. I care about you. I want you. I can see myself with you. But yeah. I married somebody to help get them into a better place. Oh, good. Oh, you married someone? No, no, they did. Oh, they, they did. The guy did. Yeah, person married someone to help them get into a better place. Oh, hell no. But I like yeah, you. But I really like you. And I really want you. But, and I want you. So, I like what ended you. up happening is you. what I saw from, you know, me and this nice person sitting down having an actual heart to heart is that this person actually really does love and care about this woman. Mm. But when you think about it, when he's going on a rant about his feelings and his emotions... And how did he get caught up in this? How did I put myself in this situation? It makes it sound as though she's like this not so, not not so good person or just somebody he just doesn't want to be with. I'm just helping out a person. Uh, this is about to take a hell of a so turn. This like, is about to take a turn. It's going to take a serious I turn. I wasn't expecting this one. Let's go. Yeah. So what I say is I see a lot of people. I've I've seen a lot of guys before. Johnny sits here and twists her hair. <laughs> I've seen a Let lot of guys. Chicken mango. Oh, Julie mango. Julie mango. mango. <laughs> Let's get these Just names right tonight. <laughs> and twist her hair. No names I, on public radio. I, in my radio. past, have seen a lot of guys, married men, a lot of them, dumb down their relationships. Oh, like, yeah, we're married, but we're, we're going through a divorce. It's really not that soon. It's, it's, it ain't nothing. We're, we're, uh, we're separated. It's cool. She's over there. Yeah. She's doing her thing. I'm over here. I'm doing my thing. And then... When you go to these family reunions or you run, run into them in public, they just holding hands and just as happy and smiling all, uh, and putting uh, on the facade yeah. as if everything is great. Yeah. But then when they go back home, everything is like back to sleeping in separate rooms. So wow. I personally don't respect when mm. men and women dumb down their relationships. If you're with somebody, be proud that you're with that person. Yeah. Can we take a moment? Have you all seen that video online with the lady? Fire for me. Great, because I love you. I, I never wanted to not be with you. I never wanted to be without you. I want to do life with you. But in the process of all this happening, you a liar. You got you a bitch. And I had to hear from this bitch what y'all relationship was about. No, nah, we not no more. I want to see other people. You act like you're the only fucker in this relationship that other people want to. No, we we no. Let's let's be real. Let's. So what we gonna do is we gonna stay together. We gonna have a beautiful life together for the rest of our lives. We gonna continue getting money together. We gonna continue raising this little girl together. We gonna have a fabulous home. We're gonna love and take care of each other. But I'm gonna other people, and I hope you do too. Oh, Jesus Christ! And we will never ever talk about it. Don't bring me no babies. Don't bring me no diseases. 
we gonna do what we want to do outside this house because to this point it has worked what I was saying is that I see it a lot I've seen it in family members I've seen it in friends I've seen folks like be together and then it's like well we're not really together yeah. And then you be sitting there looking like, what? But then you turn around, folks be separate. I have a friend who was separated. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, he was separated for his wife from like five or six years. And then she popped up pregnant by him. And he's like, yeah, but we were set, we're legally separated. And then it's like, but yeah, we don't want to be together. But then she popped up a girl pregnant again two years later. And he was like, well, I didn't want to have multiple baby mamas. So I wanted my kids to look alike. So I just got my wife pregnant. And then after she got Pregnant the second time, a year later, he officially signed the divorce papers. And it was whoa. like, whoa. And you know, that person who we know is Fourier. Um, what? <laughs> that's just going to be the code name. Code name Kids Fourier. Next Door. We'll tell you later. We'll tell you later. Code name Kids Next Door is Fourier. He does not know that's his code name, but no. that has been his code name for about yeah. 10 years. You got to. Yeah. So, you know, I wow. see that a lot. People dumb down their relationships and it's like what is it all really for and why do you sit inside of unhappiness yeah, so that is my question so ooh, you know i'm gonna run Julie Chango, mango orange Chango. mango want to run with this real quick what is that uh, uh orange chow chicken on, Julie, general chow chicken Right. I mean, I don't even know how to even begin with that. I, 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 I understand, but I don't. And I, I understand because I understand more nowadays, like the difference between men and women and how men approach certain things and how women approach certain things in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Not saying that it is right. Not saying that I agree with that kind of behavior, but it's, It's disappointing, and I also hate to say that it's not shocking. Yeah, isn't that crazy that we're living in a world where something like that is not even shocking anymore? Yeah, Yeah. it's It's like it it should not be normal, and we know it's not normal because it makes it onto social media. Mm -hmm. But we've seen it enough to where we can see that this is how some relationships actually are. But really, when we really tie it into our topic. Man, it's it's like we're not really being honest with ourselves and with our partners. When you have to dumb down the significance of your relationships, you may not understand yourself. And a lot of folks, let's just be honest, man, a lot of folks just trying to get away with cheating. Yeah, that's really what or, it is. And the other thing is getting away with manipulating yes, another person. Another person. We, 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 we had a conversation earlier about being in, in manipulative relationships. Say that word again, brother. Say that word again. Manipulative (laughs) relationships. Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Algorithm. Mr. Algorithm over here talking shit. (laughs) But when you're in those relationships where someone is essentially trying to control who you are, that means that they don't accept who you really are. If you're trying to change someone and and make them something that they essentially are not. So it's it's a difference between convincing someone and, you know... uh, explaining yourself or, or getting someone to understand your point of view or to bring out the best in someone than changing something or just saying, you know what, I'm going to dumb this down. I'm going to just turn this all the way down. I'm, a, I'm not going to be... <laughs> Y'all should have heard that. But when, you're, when you're taking something that is great and bringing it down, like in a relationship or 
somebody's involved. What a lot of it is is somebody has a spouse, or they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend that has somebody they like. They really go, you know what? It ain't really all that serious. You know, we just. But then we turn around and we get offended when someone does us like that. See, I'm gonna let everybody run. Number run. Go ahead. I have a question to that though. Uh-huh. Are they dumbing it down, or is the relationship just not that great? And are they with the wrong person? That's Ooh. what I'm about to hear right now with and you. So can I? Yeah. Let, me, let me put on my Jeez, chef hat. Season, we got to go to the, to we, the, we got no seasons today. I got to get in the car first. Well, I'm going to go for a drive. I'm <laughs> turn on the stove. So the issue that most of us are having is that when it comes to a lot of our relationships, and I speak for myself yeah. first, because people are like, oh, how the fuck you know? Because I've been there. This is me. <laughs> so when I talk, talk from experience and conversation, the thing that most of us have is that when we go into the relationship, as I always talk about, you're not talking about being equally yoked on yeah. one of our last shows. Equally yoked, not always being the religion. Yeah. That is the most surface level of the conversation that all Definitely. of us have to have. Definitely. Because the religion is the thing that you all we always go back to as the concrete basis for us when we have problems because it's God. Yeah. That's why you're equally yoked. But that is just the minimum. When we go into relationships, most of us are looking at who? Mr. what? Right. Mr. Rome. Miss Miss Fat Booty. And Mr. Right Gray now. Sweatpants. <laughs> Miss Right Now. <laughs> Miss Everything That You Want Except For The Right Thing. Yeah. So if you're going into these situations looking for the wrong thing mm-hmm. at the right time, you're going to get the wrong outcome. So you're not happy in your relationship because why? Think of you and I in our ex-relationships. We're not giving names, but we know they're exes. <laughs> uh, when you look at them... We got into them on one purpose or path at one point. Yeah. And then at some point in the relationship, we saw that it's like if everyone knows math, when you're on the straight line, you don't come in a parallel line together, but let that other line turn off by one degree. You won't notice it for a while, for at least a good 50 degree, 50, whatever you're going, but past that, you'll see the gap starting Start to widen wider. between you and two. That's true. But that one degree off, as you can see, can lead to a long distance. And the one degree is where you're not equally yoked at. Yeah. Okay. You want to be an introvert and she wants to be an extrovert. That's that one degree that throw you off. You want to be a person that goes out and helps the community and she's like, fuck them kids. <laughs> this is the degrees. But when, yeah. it, when it's just you two, you really don't understand that. Right. Until you start actually progressing in life and in, in, in your relationship. And when life starts lifing. Right. And you're out there. And the, like in the military, we'd be like, you know, we would calibrate our weapons, right? And if you're off by a little bit here, we say off by an inch, off by a mile. Right, right. So if you start out a little bit off, just by a millimeter here. Right. Once that bullet goes way out there, you ain't hitting nothing. Nothing at all. But the other thing I want to look at is we say that, but a lot of times somebody says, oh, it's, it's not all that great. Or, oh, it's okay. And they dumbing it down. A lot of people have the perfect relationship, but now they're in the normalcy of it. Complacency. Exactly. As they say, uh, familiarity breeds content. content. I mean, you become so comfortable with somebody, you just, what the hell ever. Yeah. And a lot of relationships, I love my mother and father for many reasons. But as I get older and really this maturity, 
my mother would always say little things, get on my goddamn nerves when she was saying stuff. But I love it when I get older. She would give me tidbits that if I'd have listened, I probably would have been still married. Yeah. Like a thing she would say, your father and I get up every morning. We have coffee before you all wake up. I thought it was BS. Honestly, what the hell ever. But I knew they did because I remember seeing the coffee cups on the table. Yeah. But when we got older, she said that we had a conversation about our day what our plans were, what we're doing. If we had an argument the day before, we're going over it. Why? We're squashing things before they start to rise. Now, the maturity of it with all of us now is that we say communication leads the nation. That's one of my saying. But as I got older, the maturity of it is proper communication leads. If you're not properly dialoguing like this, that's why I love this conversation between you and I. Because even when I'm BSing, you're coming up with some high scholarly facts. <laughs> that I can't, I shit, now I got to raise up with it. So the proper communication is, okay, I love, I love, I love um, not orange tang. <laughs> oh, Rose, Rose. Rose Garden over here. Rose Garden mentioned that they were going through all of the motions and they were working and everything. But at some point, he brings up the the wife. Yeah. Now I don't know if he told you about the wife before. Yeah, he told me about the he told me about the wife from the beginning, and from the beginning, I said, "Oh, nope." Right. And then as time went on, he was like, "I can't front no more. I'm taking the mask off. I really like you. I'm about to I'm about to just end all this shit. I can't do my life like this anymore." She lives in New York, and I live in Atlanta. There's nothing there. And then when you get down to okay, so what you want to do? It turns into. She's a great person. Not all of it is bad. So she wants to no homeschool. See, proper she communication has, right she there. Has, she has, um, and that's the thing. We had to literally sit down and really have a... See, you about to dive really, on deep in, though. <laughs> huh? I'm really no risk it, too, baby. No, no, no. no. But no, I really was re- willing to risk, risk it. Uh-huh. Like, I told uh-huh. my two besties here, I said, you know, I said, this person is very spontaneous. This is their second marriage. The first person they knew only for, like, three weeks and then they were married for 10 months. This person he met for one week and then now they've been married. He thought it was six months is nine months. Keep in mind, I don't say the names. Yeah. At this point. But I told these two yesterday, I said, I think that there's some disconnect there because you met me and then it was, Oh my God, you're everything I've ever wanted and more. But that's and I'm thinking this is term, like my mom, my mom, my mom said, there's a trauma there. There's something there to where they just keep having to get in these relationships. There's an unhealed part of them that, what in the world is that? There's there's an unhealed side to them to where they get off on these relationships. So if I had to look at it like, you know what, Um, Rose, (laughs) you know what, Rose, if this person does this and they're so easily able to jump from this person to this person... Say you and this person got in a relationship, then they got bored with you. Then yeah. they go and jump into somebody else. Yeah. There's no balance. And then when you tie children into it, when you tie children into the entire thing, the children are looking at an imbalance. Yeah. And that that breeds a norm a normalcy for them in their head. Yeah. All of this does. Yeah. Because but I, I love going back to what I was saying is that the proper communication is that it is so many of us who will in those relationships and you risk it all, but you ain't sat down and had that conversation in regards to, okay, what's after this? Mm -hmm. Because to ask the question of, okay, 
what are you willing to do? Are you going to go to the next step with this? Yeah. Or this is just a, 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 a fling, filler, a fling yeah. thing. something that fills a gap, but it's not filling a gap for you. It is just giving you a momentary pleasure. A temporary and what high. he said Ooh. when I first met him, after we talked about our gig, he said, are you married? I said, no, are you married? He said, recently divorced, newly married. And I was like, dang. Yep, just got divorced, just got married. I said, when'd you get married? Oh, a couple months ago. But he said, yeah, you know, I'm just testing the waters. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I know exactly what to do, and I know exactly how to get this undone. Ooh, 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 That's ooh. so <laughs> fast of a... Of can, a can, can, can I roll with you real quick? Yeah. So... Rose. Rose. <laughs> Rose and orange tang over here. Jenna's child's Julie chicken. Mango. <laughs> <laughs> General Souls Chicken over here. Okay, um, Julie Mango and Rose. So what I was going is, is that we had the conversation before. Tim and I were talking about the, 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 the most powerful two-word statement that you can never say is I am. Mm-hmm. Because whatever attached to it, you're looking to become where you are. Yeah. This is how you identify yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to a person, they tell you what their perceived future is. Whether you want to be with him or not, after that point, is your is on you. So when this man told you, I'm just really testing the water, testing the water, but he really was saying that I'm just going with the flow. That's what he yeah. said. He said he, he he said my whole life is nothing but a flow. He said everything I just go with the flow with it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, oh, you know I ran. You don't I had even six panic attacks, but I ran. You ain't gotta even run. You just avoid that whole situation because yeah. the run you gonna run anyhow. Avoid a situation because that's not for you to keep. You are your biggest asset or your biggest deficit in your own life. That's true. And dealing with this dumbing down the relationship, this man could have the most beautiful wife mm-hmm. in. Oh, ooh, let me double way back to one of our first conversations by Tim. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to throw my man in there, Farrakhan. It is. There you go. <laughs> so, Minister Farrakhan said that when we remember the conversation about raise your hand if you uh, everybody here married or not, and he said, none of y'all should raise your hand because married is the past participle of being married, of a marriage. Marriage is a continuous basis. If, But he said in that conversation also that when your wife or your mate, they're like, Brother Neri also said this, is that your mate is like a mine. Diamonds, gold, pearls. I don't know about pearls, but diamonds and gold. At least even pearls at the bottom. You have to dig for these things. He could have the most beautiful woman in the world, but if he's not willing to dig and, you know, clean and polish off and get these things, and then even when you get the gold, you have to burn the dross off the gold in order for it to become worth it. He could have that in his relationship. But with him going with the flow, doing whatever he wants to do. Dumbing it down. That dumbing it down. He will never get the beauty out of the relationship because he's not willing to make the commitment to the relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what it, it just it's sad when you see a person unwilling to participate in their own future. Yeah, it's like, okay, going with the flow. If I got in the ship. And I, man, I'm gonna just go with the flow. Look at me, I'm the captain. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna end up nowhere. You have no des- destination, right? And if you're in a marriage and you, well, we just gonna go to with the flow. Like, what is the purpose of your marriage? 
And with someone who can be so easily swayed with the way someone looks, you don't know this person deeply. Or someone who can meet someone for a course of a week or so, like, well, he is forever. You understand? And let's just see what happens. That's someone who can't really take their stuff seriously. Mm. Because when we're looking at, we don't do every, everything else in our lives like that. We're not supposed to. When you were going to college, well, I'm going to just go with the flow and see what happens with this education thing. You were considering your major. You might have changed it five, six times. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, when, when we are choosing a car, we ain't just go up there and just go with the flow, you know? Uh-uh. When when we are doing anything in our lives, we, we tend to be choosy. Hell, we're choosy with our phone apps. <laughs> oh, get up out of here. You know? Storage, motherfucker. You know? <laughs> We, we, we have to look at someone like that. And the other thing is when we have any relationship and we want to dumb that down, but we don't want to be treated like that. Let's say, you know, if if you got a business out there, you don't want nobody dumbing down your business and, and downplaying what you're providing, you know, or when you're working on a job, you don't want them to downplay what type of employee you are when you're looking to get that raise or you're looking to for another position. You'll never dumb down that thing. So, you know, you have to look at the col- caliber of person and the quality of the person that's speaking that when they want to dumb something down, you know, or they're not realizing the quality of what they have in their life when it comes to a relationship, when you're in a marriage. Or even with the young lady in the beginning of the video. And she said, well, I found out about your side chick, so I'm going to do other people. And the thing is, you don't value yourself. You don't value your body. You're just going to let anyone just, you're just going to find someone to enter yourself and then come back to your husband and you think that that's going to work? Do you really think that that's going to work? Why are you still in there at that point? Exactly. At some point, where is the value? So where's the value in self? No, just part two of this conversation, if it's okay. You know, what are we really getting from the relationships? Yeah. Because like the video you were just talking about, at that point, as a as a respectful individual, you have to make the decision: either you're gonna stay, leave. Yeah. If you're gonna forgive and forget, we may not forget, but you're gonna forgive. So I've been on both sides of the triangle, and I'm not, I'm not be very honest. Yeah. Um, with my son's mother, I was very much in love with that young lady, but during the time period, I was being a hoe. <laughs> and it being you, a, yes, really, all um, of us have the had reformation of it all. Lord Jesus, Lord. So hey, anyhow, in being that situation, it came to a point with her that after a while, I became better. She had forgiven yeah. me, but at a certain point, she was just like, "This is not what I want anymore." Yeah, yeah. To continue on being with someone that is not worthy of your caliber, worthy of you. Yeah. Why? It's like being these the toxic is the word now. Staying in these toxic relationships for what? You know this person is not good for you. There's no this person is just detrimental to your health in every way. Mm. Yet you continue to stay around them. Mrs. So, Rose Garden, holler at me. Come on, talk to me. Let's so jump on two, in there. It's two parts to that. Yeah. From what I have seen with people in relationships, when they choose to stay in it, it's one or two things that's going on. That is what they were brought up in. They saw it and it was normal. They watched either their mother or their father stay in something so unhealthy and just coexist with each other. And they stayed in that. And then you have situations like with, you know, my friend, the guy where 
he genuinely when when we had to talk, it was she she was she's the only woman that I know that would want to homeschool children. Also, she also has these core values that I like. Mm. We like this. We like that. And he didn't feel like he was going to find that anywhere else until he met me. The thing mm. about it is the buck stopped with me. Like I have a boundary line about how far I'm going to take this, yeah. to let this go. And I believe and and cherish marriage very, very much. I think it's a beautiful thing. And so because of that, that's the only thing that made me come back and be like, no, there, there's more to this. Like, you know, if that person lives in another state and you're down here, oh, well, they send me $400 a month for groceries for me and the kids. Yeah. And it was little things like that, that in his head was like, she's not all, you know, she, she's not invaluable. You know, she does bring certain things. She helped with certain things. And, you know, she comes down here. She don't have to fly down here, but she does. And I'm like, well, you guys are married. So if you're married, you guys have to see each other at some point. But mm-hmm. how long is that going to hold up for? Well, Peach Fuzz, could, excuse me, um, Tula. <laughs> Peach Fuzz. Tula, could you okay. hold on one second and let okay. Peach Fuzz talk for a second? <laughs> Come on, Peach. Princess Peach. It was orange something. It was Tango. She's Mango. It was Mango. <laughs> Rango. Come on, Julie. No, Julie Mango. Come on, Julie. No, Tula. honestly, because it, it, it's, I'm trying to figure out like what what does a woman what would take a woman to the point where she would actually tell she find out about her husband and say, you know what? Well, I'm gonna do this too. And come, we're gonna come right back home and act like nothing ever happened, or you know, I'm trying to figure out like what would what what level weird. of what what snapped to the point that you would not leave. You'd rather just continue to try to hurt the person that you're with. Vindictive. No, I'm just saying, like vindictive, like. Wanting to get revenge, you know, some people have that trait and, you know, toxic, I would say it is. But, you know, just wanting to get revenge and, you know, you're because the opposite of love is is not hate. It's indifference. So yeah. that Ooh, person I like is that. still <laughs> that person is still in love with that person that cheated. But because, you know, that's what they do when they hurt. That's what they do. Some people do that. I like Wanting that restoration. What I felt. Yeah. Wanting, yeah, wanting <laughs> but to the transfer thing is, that energy. The crazy part is when I see that, it's like, so you're gonna drop your morals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If to to harm some if you had well, that's the whole thing. If you so had some and if you yeah. had morals in the first place. Exactly. Most of them ain't got done, so hey. And you know, and that actually what it says is uh, the saying is that hard times reveal who you really are. Ooh. You know, if you have to go through something, it shows what's underneath mm-hmm. that veil. It shows what's underneath your skin. Who who are you really? Mm-hmm. If you're a person of 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 of, of, of caliber, mm-hmm. it really don't matter what you go out there and do. Because I'm still going to be who I am. You know, there is no, you know, well, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to come back. That to me, that sounds disingenuous. To me, that sounds like you're dumbing down the value of that relationship. Yeah. Because if that person means so much to you that it hurts you to the way that you're saying, you know what, we're just going to do you, do you, and I'm going to do me, and we're going to come together, that sounds like there's no relationship. Mm-hmm. 
It sounds like, what are you coming together for? What is on the outside that you haven't addressed in the inside of the relationship? What is it on the outside of the world that you haven't addressed in the inside of yourself? Now, you know, nobody's perfect. And I'm not screaming perfection. I am, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that have to be addressed. And for us, I guess they'll segue right back into what we were talking about. Um, last last thing is we put so much on social media. Yeah. You know, your marriage oh, and the things nice. that you go into, into uh. a marriage and a relationship should not be for everyone's eyes because you're inside that relationship. Once it once the world knows about it, now it's really an open relationship now. Exactly. Because everyone is coming into the most intimate parts of you and they are viewing what should only be between two people. Mm-hmm. Your doctor doesn't do a live uh <laughs> the, he doesn't do a live, you know, he doesn't do that on social media because that's between you and your doctor. Yeah. Because it's about your sacred body and whatever's going on with you medically, it's not for everyone else to know. And if you choose to open yourself to it, when we open ourselves to stuff, what happens? Disease. We open our bodies up, right? When you open up your mind, what happens? When you open up your mind to any and everything, what usually happens? Depression, anxiety, confusion, and all of the psychological issues that we have. So we have to be very careful when we're doing things and we're saying our relationship when we're dumbing it down we're opening up because why we're opening our relationship to speak to somebody else yes. on our sacred relationship you're saying no to something you're saying yes to yes, something, something else, else. And what are you saying yes to at that point exactly and what is the end what is what's your end goal so uh, well, a lot of things and i am trying to tell you i love so i love my brother tim because he's been divorced 23 times. <laughs> but in his divorce, we've actually had a conversation damn near every time. And it's like a class. We said, what did you learn from this one? Right, blah, blah, blah. Same thing. Yeah. When I- <laughs> so it's the same thing with, you know, Pastor Ward when he came through. But when oh, yeah. we both were going through our, we had the conversation of learning. Yeah. And what are you opening up yourself to? Yeah. If you are... Most of us jump from one relationship to the next relationship to the next. And I love women because they take that process of healing. Seriously. It's very seriously. And most women, men don't. Like they say, how do you, that saying of how do you get over someone you get under someone else? I've always heard men say that. Women start saying it more in recent years. But even in them saying that, I hear a lot of women say that crap, but they don't do it. Because in the healing process, you're saying no to the world, but yes to yourself. Yeah, I'm seeing what I need to do. So when you're entering the next relationship and dumbing down, they're learning, okay, certain things I can't do anymore. And that's what, not even age, maturity hits you to say, yeah. I'm not dumbing down myself in order to put someone else up. I'm not going to dumb down my partner. Like, I love this person, and I want to be with them. And you know that puppy love we have when you're younger. And you're in high school, and you're, oh, man, especially dudes. Oh, man, you know, we we we, we just cool, man. Uh, that's my friend. But let someone else be talking to your friend, you want to fuck both of them up. Yeah. But that's dumbing down your partner. Yeah. Because instead of admitting to that person that, hey, yo, this is a little more than what it is. Let's 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 talk this out. Yeah. 
stop dumbing down. And I ain't gonna say, you know, embrace your feelings because that gets you that emotions make you cry sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it depends who you are. <laughs> you but, know, to me it's like we we really we really have to understand ourselves. It's like we, we look at this stuff and let's understand the relationship that we're in. Let's understand this thing. Like if we're in a marriage like that that person was, you know, I really would like to hear what women think about you know, we got two wonderful young ladies right here. Like even when you first meet somebody and like dumbing down your feelings for how you first feel about somebody. What y'all think about that, ladies? They ain't even they ain't even no. <laughs> when you first meet like meet a guy. Like you just first meet him. Yeah. And it's like Okay, well, what's going on with this? Like, because a lot of women, uh, you know, they'll dumb down, from my experience, they'll dumb down how they actually feel about a guy that they actually met. Mm-hmm. Because guys do it too, you mm-hmm. know? And, oh, man, they, like you said, oh, she, she just, she you know, she's just a, yeah. And then next thing you know, you you really feel that type of way. Is dumbing down for dummies? <laughs> that's, a, that's a valid question. That's a good question. I have no answer. Come um, on, uh... Orchid. Orchid. <laughs> Julie Mango, thank you very much. No, that's I'm orchid. orchid. Oh, orchid. What are you about me? And you are Peach Fuzz. <laughs> I might get these names wrong. All the time. Lord have Rainbow, Rainbow Red. <laughs> I I think, yeah, sometimes girls we do, yeah, girls we do naturally sometimes dumb down our emotions because regardless of what y'all may think, y'all have a fear of being rejected. So do we. Yeah. So do we. Um, at this point, I don't even. Yeah, I I have my rejection issues are a little, you know, they're 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 a little sketchy at times. Um, I know. Trust that man. Yeah, my rejection <laughs> issues are very sketchy at times. But um, if I'm if I'm being real, you know, women, some women, it's easier for them to get the get to catch the eye of the guy that they like. Yeah. And it flowed naturally. And then most of the other ones of us, we are seen as intimidating, as I've been called more times than I can count. And people see you and they go, oh, you know she got somebody. So I ain't even about to go over there near her. And so sometimes I'll see a guy and I think he's handsome. And if I say something and they get weird or they say some weird crap, then automatically I don't like them no more. Because <laughs> it's more about for me what you say than how you look. Oh, mm-hmm. you're cute. Oh, you're handsome. Well, of course. But then, you know, they Once start talking. Yeah, you know, start, start talking, and it's yeah. just like, I think he might be a little slow. <laughs> Should we continue? <laughs> yeah, so I think I want to, you know, continue. Oh, my like goodness. Yeah? Because I do have something um, I want to piggyback on what Tim said, but... Duh, you know, Tim, you going to park this place? Did you I mean, some? I was going to say, like, I, I can't think of a time that I've really dumbed down a relationship per se or how I felt about somebody. Has anybody ever dumbed down a relationship with you? With me? Yeah. Ooh. Hmm, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. I could think back in my 20s. Yeah. For sure. Because it, like, let's speak of from one end. Let's speak from the other <laughs> end. Let's speak of the other's perspective. Um, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know exactly, but I feel like you know, you can kind of see some signs of that oh, yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, but I mean, to me, the the dumber downer, yeah, the the, 
the dumb one who doesn't realize the value in the other person. Yeah. But that's if they even find that other person valuable. Yeah. So that's where it's once again where you have to meet, you know, you have to be that equally yoked. Yeah. So and that takes conversation, chemistry, you know. That takes honesty as well. Honesty, yeah. Trust. Mm -hmm. But I mean when I think about my current um I was, I was all in. <laughs> I was all in in the beginning. I'm still all in. So don't play, don't play, don't play with it, don't play with it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the kids are saying now? I don't know. Something. Now you said do we call you Tim or do we just call you Dark? Tim, Dark Shining Light, it don't matter to me. Brothers oh, yeah, to the we're, okay, we're moonlight. So you said something earlier about Something it was something you said about this defines who you are. I don't know if it's how you handle like the, the hard times, the, the hard times. And for me, with me, I guess just naturally as well. Oh no, you're fine. Just naturally as a person, my silence more so defines who I am because when I come out of my silent mode and my thinking and my meditating and everything, how I react is based off of exactly how I just channel my emotions. It literally is like if I sit quiet enough and I just let everything just process and me just think about literally every single thing about this one person. Uh And I really start to not only look at the good because, you know, when we're dating somebody or we like somebody, we only see the good. And then, like I told y'all last night, when I sat back and I really looked at the bad, it's like this person really is a horrible communicator. And if I were to get in a relationship with this person... I would be crying every day. I'd be pissed off literally every single day because this person does not want to communicate. Mm -hmm. And so it's like sometimes I think we're blinded by what we see in our head, what we want versus versus the reality of exactly what it is. And then the other thing I was watching a Kevin Hart, he has a show, shameless plug, but I'm not even about to put it out there, but he has a show that comes on Peacock where he interviews celebrities and he was talking to J. Cole and they were talking about attaining achievements and how sometimes we strive like Kevin Hart was saying you know he's hit the box office top so many times and then sometimes you train and you strive so hard in relationships in general to get back to that one achieving moment and you want to relive that moment in every single relationship but to me I took that as you know when you think about love we don't all love each other the same way yeah love is such a love love is such I don't want to say it's fleeting but love is such a it's a, it's a, yeah, it's an evolving thing. Like the way I love my mom and dad is different than the way I love my friends. And the way I love one ex-boyfriend, the things that I loved about him are not the same things I loved in another person. If I'm dating somebody over here, which I have who had bipolar disorder, I have to handle that in a little bit more of a gentle way than I do with just, you know, a normal guy. Um, or what I see as, <laughs> or what I see you guys are so such beautiful people. Um, what I see is just a normal thing. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, like when I was dating somebody who had bipolar disorder, I found myself kind of How did that work. I know it, it ended. Yeah, we see. It ended because because of lack of them acknowledging that they really had it, uh-huh. and the lack of them wanting to take medication for it. Uh-huh. So and it's really t- it's, it's, it's mentally draining, and coming from a family of that and of just mental health imbalances in general, when I feel certain stuff, I know like, you know what? One day I want to be in a relationship and will this person over here be able to love me at the same capacity that I love them? 
So those are the things. Like I feel like sometimes with love in relationships, we are striving. <laughs> in love relationships, we're striving every single time to reach that point of I love you, I care about you, I want to be with you. Those are the words you want to hear. But then at the same time, you love me, but do you love this over here about me? You want to be with me, but can you take these kids that I got? You, you know. I, I got to drop two points on your, I love what yeah. you're saying. We treat two things. We treat drug, we treat, we treat too often love like cocaine. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's wow. an addictive drug we keep running for the high off of. Yeah. And then the other thing that we do, we find out too late that you're in love with the thought of yeah. me. Of the person. Yeah. You're not in love with me. Yeah. yeah. So for those who listen, let me elaborate just a little Amen. bit. Yeah. I love what Keila, uh, Miss Rose Gold said. Uh, Miss Rose, <laughs> Miss Rose said that love is is not forever fleeting. It's like you know, Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. How yeah. it's the different matrices and everything is yeah. always changing. Yes. Yeah. That is love. Yeah, love is forever changing. Yeah, and if you are steady, mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx has a song. So, yeah. Rose gold over here is speaking. Uh, Julie Mango, Orange Tang. Um, (laughs) She she said that it's forever fleeting. It is. And it's forever changing. But if you're treating... Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Uh, (laughs) If you're treating love love like that... No, not conditional. If you're chasing that high, like you said, well... Women quite often do this. Well, you know, when I was in my last relationship, it was like this. And, you know... We, 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 we're always like this and I'm looking for that again but it's a difference in every relationship mm-hmm. first of all you were different you were different yeah. too mm-hmm. you didn't have them five kids yeah. you didn't have that ass whooping that you took from the last person you didn't have the jobs that you have so everything is changing love is like the word training for men and submission for women we're just going to deal with the women women train men in the fact that she's training you to love her. Yeah. You can't train, you can't love her like you love the last person. Yeah, exactly. So if you don't understand that, it's going to be very difficult. And if a man is not willing to submit himself to his woman to learn these things, relationships fuck from the jump. Yeah. That's just honestly. The other thing, right, um, the other thing where we're saying about Love being, what I say, it's cocaine and love with the thought of someone. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll, forgive me if the brother hears this, but you know, yay, it is what it is, bro. Um, it's like the girl who's now married to Kanye and he's married to her. Mm-hmm. Both of these, in my opinion, mm-hmm are in love with the image of the other image person. The person. Yeah. They're not in love with the person. Mm-hmm. The woman looks like Kim. Yeah. So he's in love with the image of Kim because he wants Kim still. Yeah. He can say one of my favorite songs with him in um, the, the Game. Him yeah. and The Game got a song where they're both cussing out Kim Kim Kardashian. Anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he, it was it was wild. Anyhow, but they're going going through. They're both in love with the image of the other person. Yeah. yeah. And the image of the other person is not going to hold the relationship for long. And 
if you're looking at their pictures of them more and more, you can see that showing in their faces. Mm -hmm. And too often in the relationships that we're all walking in is that we're in love with the image of the person. Mm -hmm. Like that dude, your coworker, he's in love with the image of you. And they say, you love, like that woman is a saying, I've mentioned it before. It's really towards married people. It's going towards men first to change it to women. It's that men, you're in love with that. You like that woman over there because she looks fine. She talks to you well and everything else. But you only like her because she's not living with you right now. Uh Fix yourself at home. So the same thing, once you fix home, Everything works itself out because Minister Farrakhan said we're all we're all logs from the same pile. Something's different one another, but we're all same logs. Mm -hmm. Fix what you got because you keep starting over. You really just starting over, but you really starting over with the same BS. Yeah, and you realize that everybody has a little bit of the same. That is it. And everything you gotta be, you gotta figure out what it is that you're willing to take in the relationship, or what it is that you're willing to accept in your life. If you're not willing to accept these things from the jump, it's like uh, that proper conversation that you had with him. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, tell me about yourself. Oh, I'm married. Oh, that stops a lot of shit. Oh, but now nah, we we're distantly married. You have a little more conversation and it comes out some more. Nigga, you in love mm-hmm. too. Shut the hell up. Get face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's so, the funny thing. Say he was never in love. It's just. You ain't got to say it. Yeah. The way like, he talks yeah, says it. In love. Yeah. But yeah, but then when you break it down, it's like, you love her. Yeah. You love her. Don't dumb it down. Don't try to make it sound like something else that it's not. Ooh. It just is what it is. Can I throw another question in? Because you got the last question. Can I throw a question yeah, in? Yeah, go right ahead. What are the effects of dumbing down the person in a relationship? Oh, Ooh, Ooh. man. Ooh. Ooh. When we when we look at that first, there's a, in order the, the effects, we're looking at the cause, right? The reason behind the cause. Mm-hmm. You're dumbing down what you have in your relationship. What is the reasoning behind that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, are you trying to impress somebody else? Mm. Are you trying to uh to 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 downplay what what is the reasoning behind it? Because there's reasons why we do everything. Mm-hmm. So whatever that reason is, the what the effect is what you impress upon the world, right? Because a lot of times we when we try to fool other people, they already see you. Fooling yourself. They already see you. You know what I mean? They like, you know, you can't trick everybody. And nine times out of ten, that person is looking at you for what you really are. And so, you know, they may believe it, they may not. You know, but if I'm if I'm in a relationship, I'm going, oh, it's really not that serious. And it is. Like people, m- most people, we don't give enough credit to our listeners and the people that that we're talking to because people can feel that energy. They can feel whether you're serious or not. You know, and if you're dealing with people of caliber. And the other thing is, if you are a person that can easily bypass that energy, then you're a psychopath. You know what I mean? When you can fool everybody, that's a dangerous person that you can manipulate your 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 mindset, your acting, your your energy levels to actually believe the bullshit that you're doing, dumbing that relationship down because it has a detrimental effect. Mm-hmm. Because you're connected to this person that you're in a relationship that you're dumbing down. Mm-hmm. No matter how it came about, you're, you're, you're connected to that person. Now, if it is true, you know, that's a whole different story. But the, but the issue is you're dumbing it down. That's what, what we're going to stick into right now. So we're looking at, okay, well, the audience that you're speaking with, is it another person that you're interested in? 
Is it your family that you're trying to, you know, you're getting ready to make a, what they say, monkey branch, you're going from one person to another <laughs> way. It really ain't all that serious. Or, you know, there really is, is, what is your intention behind it? Because the effect is people are looking at you that you were in a whole relationship with this person and you downplayed it. So either you the fool or they the fool, which mm. one is it? You know, either you're the, you're the person who no, tricked the other the person, fool. you know, it, it, it has all kind of ramifications for it, you know? And another ramification, going back to the effects of it, is you can lose the person that God sent to help you in your Ooh, life. Oh man. Ooh, You're man. You're sitting up here trying to play Southern Playalistic Cadillac funky music you know, <laughs> with your life. <laughs> and however, the person that God sent to you yeah. to help you fulfill what your destination is in life, yeah. you're not valuing them enough to be able to understand, sit the fuck down. And that is my statement for the year. Sit down. Because I love COVID. In many ways, like we said, a lot of us would run COVID back. (laughs) Not the sickness, but to be able to just go in your home and just, I don't know, refresh your mind, become at peace in that one, and just clear a bunch of BS. Because a lot of us were able to see the value in relationships, and a lot of us were able to see that we were in the wrong relationships. Yeah. And if you're in the wrong relationship, you have to make a decision at this point of staying. I like that, sister. You know, sister, you discovered you're in the wrong relationship. This man wants, he values other women more than he values you. Don't stay in it. Let that man go. Yeah, if it, if it gets to the point where you're saying, okay, well, I'm just going to go around and let someone violate me. Right. For the sake of being violated. (laughs) And then just come home. You know, the sad part about that, though, is that she probably doesn't even see that as violation. Yeah. She sees that as a validation for her because she feels invalidated by her partner. Yeah. But that's, that's again, when you're dealing with someone who is, you know, the self-esteem is low. Yeah. The healing is low. The inner work is low and they feel like, well, I'm going to go out and get all this, you know, benefits from these other men and you're going to watch it and you're going to seethe and not like it. But Oh, I like what she just said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not cutting no, you ahead, off. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm putting some, what's that boy? What's, what's that boy? Salt Bay. Salt Bay on this one. <laughs> Salt Bay. <laughs> you said that people see you're doing it to be seen amongst amongst men. That's how it goes in the Bible. What's that quote about being seen amongst men? You're doing things to be seen amongst men. So when you're doing things in a relationship to be seen by other people, are you actually doing for the relationship in the betterment or are you actually going against it? So like with this young sister, she's doing it, like you said, validation. So that I can be seen, so I'm going to do this, I feel better. Well, I'm going to hurt you if you see me. Right. Yeah. Why? See, this is when you know you haven't healed. So when we talk about the healing process, and this is because healing allows you not to dumb down a relationship. A healed person says, nah, I'm going to deal with this. This is what I want. Mm -hmm. Because if not, you're going to be hurt later on. But to go into the relationship, after everything has been said and done, if you've actually healed and moved on, you don't give a damn if you see that person or not. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're not trying to do anything to be seen amongst men or your ex. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get my body in shape so when you see me again, right. he's going to be wishing. You're still connected yeah, to this to person. person. Yeah. You haven't let go and heal to say, oh, goodness. Oh, good Lord. I'm going to have my, jump in my preacher bag real quick. <laughs> we, when you haven't healed, things happen in your life for a reason. And if you don't go back and sit down and first of all, thank God that he got you through it. Yeah. But then on top of after thanking God, ask God, why did I go through this? Exactly. What was the lesson I was supposed to learn? Because he allows me to go through it from the permissive or active will. Mm -hmm. Active meaning I want this to happen. Permissive meaning that you chose this, I'm going to let you do it. Um, Whatever. You're going to learn. You're going to learn the hard way. But you're going to learn. So... The permissive will is you decide to go with Mr. Gray Sweatpants and Mrs. Fat Booty. You have a tumultuous relationship in the end, and now one of you are you're hurt. God told you not to deal with this person in the first place, but you chose to deal with them. Now in the end, you're hurt. You got out of the relationship. Thank God I got out of it. But God, what am I in? What was I supposed to learn from this? Yeah. Why was I in this? Why are you allowed me to go through it? All right, cool. But what was I supposed to get out of it so that I won't repeat the same process? And then, a, ooh, a prayer that I had to deal with myself was, God, please disconnect me from that person. Oh, wow, that's powerful. That is a, that when I, I yeah. when I say my yeah. my COVID experience was hell, ooh. mentally, spiritually, yeah. morally, because I had to learn something. Yes. Yes. But the relationship part was learning that. God, please disconnect me from this person. I've yeah. never had to pray to pray about a person in my life until that point. And the disconnection was, this is not for me. And I chose to jump in this one, but I'm asking you to help me get out of it. Yeah. Mm. Go ahead. Jump Go on. ahead. Uh, so, yeah, hello, brothers Tulip. and sisters. Um, <laughs> when you say that, it's like when I was dealing with this situation, it's, it's a two-part thing. Sometimes the other person does not know that they are a burden to the person that they are with. They have no clue. And like I told this person, I said, you need to be honest about your feelings. He said, I'll think about it. I said, no, I really think you need to tell her everything that has happened. He said, I'll think about it. I said, no, I really think you need to say, I'll think about it. I said, if you love her and you want to be with her and you cherish her and you signed off on that paperwork, that contract between the two of you, Wait a minute, it's bubbling, it's bubbling. If you signed off on that contract, you signed off for honesty and you signed off on communication and you signed off on loyalty and you signed off on commitment. Therefore, say something. The other side of it, um, you said something else. Oh, when I was trying to get out of said situation, I prayed to God and I, I told my mom, I said, sometimes I pray so hard and I only pray for the good things because I only want the good things to come. And finally, I prayed to God for release. I said, release me if this is not what I need. I said, show me everything I need to see. I said, I am ready to take in everything. And I said, I give myself grace. I said, I give myself gratitude behind this. I said, but Lord, the discernment that I know that I need to be able to get through this, I'm only going to find it within you. And so that's why I mean, like I had to literally sit in silence. And when you sit in silence, you hear so much and you're able to just like, connect the dots on so many different things that you didn't even really expect that were going to pop up in your head. And when they do, you're just like, damn, damn, darn, darn. I didn't even realize that. I didn't realize that. So 
yeah, just praying for release and just being like, you know what, God, if this is the person to remove, like remove them. And I never want to remove anybody. It's sad because I, I, my empath, I naturally I have an attachment yeah, to people. Get out of my face. Yeah. But I know I get, no, I understand that, but it's the other side of darn, you know, and like I told him you, that, that statement of, you know, maybe God brought this person here for you to realize what it is you have. It wasn't until I sat in that moment and I had that conversation like, do you even care about the girl? Yeah. Do you what really type of, care? What type of person, are what you? Type of person yeah. do you care? And if you care, you will say something. You want to tell you why they won't say nothing? Because they're selfish. That's it. Man. They're hey, selfish. They, they, they and are naturally through flesh. Flesh yeah. is selfish. They, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. They are benefiting more out of the relationship than the other, other person, person is. is. Yeah. The other person has not realized it yet. Mm-hmm. So the person she's sending four hundred dollars down to the for the children, he asked for that. She didn't offer, mm-hmm. so he's sending the money back. He is doing his life down here. Mm-hmm. He is benefiting more. And the same thing with the last relationship person I was dealing with is that when I was doing everything, I wasn't benefiting. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, well, no benefits really coming out of it. Yeah. It was yeah. just the fact that it was time being filled. For me at that moment. Mm -hmm. But once you wake up and see the light, you come back to the God that you're supposed to be dealing with. You sit down and say, you know what? I've been fucking up. I've been (laughs) messing up. That's what happens. When you have that time in your head, you be like, you know what, God? I literally, we're going to start closing this down. I'm in my moment. I literally had to sit down and have a conversation with God. If you ain't never apologized to God, mm-hmm. you ain't really been through some stuff. That's true. Once you have that, you know what? That's true. I'm sorry, God. Please forgive me. Yeah. And not that BS stuff that, oh, I'm in trouble. You help me no, out. I'm God ain't genuinely gonna... sorry. When you genuinely. Yeah. And you did. And I don't even like to use the phrase, I'm sorry. But when you genuinely, you know what, God? I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. You, you have given me so much more with my life and grace and blessings. And I've squandered all of these keys on this moment right here. Yeah. Please forgive me. Yeah. And please help me guide myself. And we have so many prayers as Muslims. They're beautiful. Um, guide me back to the right path. The path of those who belong. Anyhow. In my energy. Right. In my space. In my realm. In my life. Like when I literally laid down last night, before I closed my eyes, before anything else, I looked up and I said, thank you. I said, I get it. Thank you. Yeah, and that's the I prayer. cried. I cried for probably like fifteen minutes after that. I got the phone with off uh, phone with Lola, uh, li- Julie Mango, <laughs> with Julie Mango. <laughs> and after Brewster. I got off the phone, I sat there. <laughs> after I got off the phone, I sat there and I sat for about ten minutes, just in silence, and I prayed the strongest prayer, prayer, and I cried, and I just sat there and I looked up and I was like. Thank you. I said, maybe I had it wrong. I said, I guess I had it wrong. Yeah. I said, clearly I had it wrong. I said, and you had it right this entire time. And, you know, sometimes you just have to be okay, being okay, but uh, just don't dumb down the person that you with. Don't dumb down you. Yeah. This this is a beautiful realization. I've had some realization up in city this whole time. <laughs> had some epiphanies yeah. of my own that dumbing down the relationship. We, 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 again, uh, yeah, 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 I'm about to wrap it up. I'm looking at the clock. Um, dumbing down the relationship 
in my last little point, too often we talked about the outside. Yeah. But the biggest dumb down that we do, and this is my realization this fucking morning, <laughs> is that we dumb down ourselves too much. Yeah. Um, we sit and go through everything to please other people, but we don't go to the same extent to please ourselves to make ourselves better. Yeah. I was going through my social media posts and this came and this was my realization. I always had the juice. I just sat my cup down for a second. Mm. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. We've dumbed down ourselves. We've dumbed down our own gifts that God has given us. Pick up your damn cup. Yeah. Pimp juice. <laughs> <laughs> no fingers needed. No gators. Yeah. Just your own swagger. With that, you know, darkness. Hey, we just gonna shut this down. I, I can't. I, I can't even come behind that with that. <laughs> you got it. That's a post. That I'm posting. That was right great. Now. That was great. With that being said. Thank Dude. y'all so much for showing up on uh, Orange Juice Jones. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, and, uh, no, no, but we really Lord. thank y'all for coming through and giving a, uh, a woman's perspective on this, this uh, topic. So it's dark, shining light. Mm-hmm. Brother Tim Newbars and Brother Yamalo. <laughs> Yam's creation, baby. Love y'all. Peace. Be easy. Bye. This is Tim Hargrove, known as Nuba. Tune in for Cocktails and Conversations every Friday, 7 p.m. on all streaming platforms. Subscribe, like, and tell somebody.